You will each understand this different, but I believe you will understand this how you should. I will remain forever optimistic because of the transformations I've experienced in my life and witnessed in others. I wasn't born to be nobody great or intelligent. I don't possess advantages or privileges someone could expose as unique gifts in my life. I'm curious, I'm weak, and I'm ambitious, just like you. The Lunch Break is a podcast for those aiming to live and learn by the greatest experiences life has to offer. Airing live Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. And also, never stop asking the hard questions. Yo, what is up, y'all? Happy Friday. Welcome back to the Lunch Break Podcast. It is your host, Paul Bernard II, and I'm here with my business partner and brother, Isaiah Dillard. Hey, how are you? Yeah, we're going to have a great conversation today. We are talking about how to take action in your 20s and talking about social responsibility. So I think it's going to be an interesting conversation. Um, This is something that we talk about probably a lot, mm-hmm. you know, while, while we're in the office working together. And a lot of our businesses actually reflect that, quote unquote, social responsibility, yeah. I would say. You know, we're tapping into some emerging markets and tapping into some things that um, in the future are going to help humanity as a whole. Um, so without further ado, and welcome to lunch break. Uh, if y'all don't know, this is a, a podcast where we just basically have food and we talk about things that are on our mind. So mm-hmm. it's not any more complicated than that. And today okay. we got one of our favorite restaurants, y'all. <laughs> we got some Wingstop. If y'all have never had Wingstop, no. this is the spot to eat. I'm telling y'all, like, I just found out like a month ago that we had Wingstop in uh, Grand Rapids because mm-hmm. I used to always eat it down south when I was uh, at college in Greenville, South Carolina. I was like, man, this stuff smack. I wish we had one back home. And then after a year, like I got back from college like about a year and a half ago, right? So now a year later, I'm like, man, I wonder if we have a wings up here. I look it up on Google. I'm like, wait, we got one? It's over, bro. I'm eating here like two, three times a week. This stuff is delicious. So probably the best. Honestly. Almost fast chicken that you can order. Facts. Um, especially for chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it's cheaper than Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. No, no hate, no hate on Buffalo Wild Wings, but it's just delicious. No, every once in a while, you know, I'm feeling B-dubs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Wingstop today, this morning, yep. it's me and Wingstop, baby. That's all it is. But, yeah, man, let's talk about some of this. So, I'm chewing right now. Sorry. So, you can go ahead and introduce the topic. Tell me something. You know, let's talk a little about uh, some social responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're talking about... Uh, ways to get involved and take some action in our 20s and and this is kind of the age where we have that ability to do that in the most respects and some of us have kids and families and stuff like that mm-hmm. um but i think what we're talking about really with our i think we're you and i are seeing a lot of that in our lives is with our businesses but um you know uh, people getting out there and finding responsible ways to affect what our tomorrow looks like mm-hmm. um like helping our community or getting involved in groups um, or taking on different political um, or social economical um, ideas and learning about them, like climate change or um, what our political systems are doing or helping impoverished areas of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of those things I see is like, where are we going to be as humanity in the years to come if we don't start, if really truthfully, if we don't take the action in our generation time right. today, because in, if we wait 10, 20 years down the road until I'm 40, I'm going to tell my kids, well, y'all got to go do something because I sat around and did nothing. Right. You know? 
And the thing is, like, I'm a big fan of uh, watching, like, documentaries, and especially history documentaries. So I watch a lot on, like, empires or different parts of history around the world. And one of the things I've noticed, a lot of the empires that rose to a great level, Roman Empire, Ottoman Empire, Empire, um, different empires that ran through China and, and uh, uh, what is it, uh, Eastern Asia, a lot of them, they got to a point where they felt like they were a world power and they didn't have to do anything to progress. And that they could just sit back and be comfortable in the state that in they the were. Tradition. Yep. And that's what made like great cities like Constantinople fall, like, uh, you know, in the Roman Empire. That's what made those empires fall. Like all great empires fall in America. We're in a state right now where at least us as millennials or Generation Z, our parents or maybe our grandparents fought for this country. And they did a lot of work to put into this country through the Industrial Revolution, through uh, the whole baby booming era, mm -hmm. through the world wars that went on and they did all that work. And, and a lot of our um, parents and grandparents are very patriotic, patriotic about, about this country. Um, but us now being born from that generation, we're kind of like, Oh, our parents did it. We don't have to do anymore. We can live like this. You have other kids the same age as us and, and teenagers learning Latin, mm -hmm. learning uh, all these different things about climate change, about, uh, you know, about running, excuse me, about running a government and all that at a young age and they're learning this stuff. And who says that they're not going to apply it and try to take over America or something of that nature? Yeah. You know, you have China, which is one of like, you know, one of the world leaders in renewable energy and quote unquote colonization in Africa right now. They're, mm -hmm. using, they're doing colonization by the means of industrializ industrialization. They're yeah. in there doing projects in every country in Africa, except two, I think, at yes. this point. Yeah, yeah. And, and America's way behind that. So it's like, if we're talking about what is our responsibility, well, we have to think about where we're going to be in 20, 30 years as a country. Are we, we're not going to be at the top of the food chain anymore. China's GDP grew from 4% to 16%, four times in a matter of, I think it was like 16 years, from like 2001 to 2017 or yep. something like that. And that's because America was just buying, 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 buying. We don't have any manufacturing. We don't have any self-sustaining supply chain management system in America right now. If you look at what happened during COVID, there's a reason why America had the top COVID deaths in the world. We were basically double the, the next country that was behind us, the second place, which was India at like 291,000. We had 600,000 pretty much. So basically double. And it's still growing. And that's because our supply chain management, we couldn't get PPE here, mm -hmm. any um, uh, personal protection equipment, because everything we had came from China. They had to shut down borders. And now we have no mask. We have no... Uh, equipment, we have nothing that we need, and now we're just left in the dust when China's over there manufacturing for themselves and producing for themselves and, and expanding over into Africa, and we don't have anything to fend for ourselves just because we're such big consumers in, in a country that we're, we just think for ourselves so much. So when we think about that, there's a lot of aspects that we may not be aware of. So first thing we need to do is become aware of these yep. responsibilities, and the second thing we need to do is actually take action for exactly. those responsibilities. So if I had to ask you, Obviously, we, we highlight the point that there are social responsibilities that us as young people, you know, doesn't have to be businessmen. You can be a regular person um, that us as young people have as responsibilities to contribute to society. What would be some of those social responsibilities that you would say? Um, you know, to kind of I think going off what you were kind of hitting on with um, the United States, how China is leading in certain areas. Also, our dependency on imports versus our ability to export in terms of certain things. Mm -hmm. um, now, in certain ways, we definitely are leaders in some export, but we import a lot of our things now. Yeah. Um, which we've seen how that really affected us through COVID. Um, and I think 
the other part is is that going going back to what you were hitting on earlier um to one learn what you need to know in terms of data points on how to get to where we need to go tomorrow mm-hmm. um and then taking action on it so for example you're right our our parents and baby boomers and then the the the, the early 80s of the years mm-hmm. um a lot of the time was okay we fought wars we fought at home to for e- equality of multiple genders and and races and then we had a little fun in the 80s and fought some more stuff and then now in, to our generations and a little bit of the younger ones you know now it's our time to kind of rebuild mm-hmm. um you know we saw with how our supply chain has changed through covid and kind of put a lot of things in perspective where it's like okay um how do we go and find new things to be able to say okay well if we're not producing a lot can someone go start a supply chain company or right. can someone can someone say okay well you know i i don't have a regular nine to five job but can i start an e-commerce yeah um and then on top of that you know another thing is um for us to best take action as a community in terms of saying okay um for example right now we're going through a lot of climate change research because we're trying to find the most impactful way to use our skills and ability yep and we're looking at those what what the world leaders now are saying the the the, the crises that the human kind will have over the next 60 years yeah one of the largest one is climate change yep. um and so we're looking at all those things on there but the other factor is, is that we also can't move forward into our ability, especially as Americans, I think. Now, I'm a patriot full and through, military service member. Yeah. Family's all military. I, I run my Air, my Air Force and American flag, you know. But um, I think that we need to become more cognizant of the fact that China is a, a, a place that has one point something billion people in there. And we mm-hmm. have 330 million. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... They are the world leaders in some technology and 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 renewables and things like that, where we would have to start, you know, as a people, start looking to not just work here with ourselves, but looking at abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and like, yeah, like that whole awareness thing, man. Like, obviously, I'm a young guy. I'm 21 years old, and I can tell. I know just from the conversations with the people that are around me, we don't ever talk about this type of stuff, no. you know. And like, I don't know, Barco, do you? What would you say? Like your friends as well. You're a college student. We 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 dabble in the conversations. Dabble in the conversations. Yeah, but it's like when I compare it to like other countries and other kids are like, I feel like they're so much smarter than us and just are doing more and just know more. And they have I don't know, a greater reverence for the country, for the family structure. That's a big thing too. Mm-hmm. America is losing the family structure. That's a big part of succeeding in the country. It's having good family structure. And I don't think the government puts enough emphasis on that. Nowadays it's all about love who you want and all that. And I, I respect mm-hmm. that. You know, you can do what you want, but you have to understand what is great, what is good for humanity. You know, it's not all about people's feelings, it's about what's better for humanity sometimes, you know? Yeah. And we have to, you know, we have to work according to that. But I think um, it's kind of like uh, though. I think I think when we're looking at other countries and things like that too, on that level, I think in America at least we kind of got to get back to the the neighborly um, feeling of, of of humanity with our neighbors, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, can we borrow some eggs and some sugar? Versus, don't yell at me, Karen. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. So so I think I think the factor on it is, is that our priorities are different than mm-hmm. other nation states are. Um, which some people might think is is a full negative or whatnot, but in the long run, it's going to determine on how we affect our change. Because 
if I can't, if I'm getting in a fight with you at the grocery store for a parking spot, I'm definitely not going to be able to affect the homeless or affect how our economy is going to work in two years. Yeah. Yeah. I might not have any knowledge of that because I'm spending time talking about other people or things that don't matter versus trying to figure out, okay, well, are my kids going to have a good place to live in six years? Yeah. Um, or, or, or are we going to have food to eat? Um, yeah. Or, you know, I'm not working on Thursday. Could I go, you know, maybe get some friends and go work in a soup kitchen for three hours and then yeah. go get lunch? Yeah. Um, and this is, I think, um, so for me, I'm going to sound extremely young here. I was yeah. born in the year 2000, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a baby. So the things that I've went through, 2001 was uh, 9-11, right? Yep. That's what happened that year. You, excuse me. You come to uh, the stock market crash, the house market crash. What was that, 2008, 2009-ish? Yep, yep. Um, and then you have COVID, which is probably the next big thing after that, which happened in 2020, right? So I would say that my generation, we've been through – an amount of surprise and events and, and traumatic events that happen. But at the same time, when it comes to the actual country, we never went through a Great Depression. Um, we never went through a huge war, you know, not like anything like World War World War One or World War Two. Um, and as as much as everything has happened last year, I wouldn't say we have really went through any type of severe oppression compared to the civil civil rights movement and the Things that happened in the 1800s with slavery and stuff. So with that, I would say we're very comfortable. And social media also plays a huge factor into that. Mm-hmm. You know, makes it seem like, oh, we can just live our life. We can do this. And we don't actually know how much we're being controlled by social media. And now I'm sounding like a huge conspiracy, you know what I'm saying? But that's just the reality of the fact. And as I'm starting to get into bigger business and meeting people who are actually the ones that are doing the controlling, I'm like, whoa, this is actually kind of scary. Like, we have no idea how much we're being controlled and manipulated according to the desires of the people at the top. And, you know, the people at the top are going to do what they want to do in order to succeed and to get another dollar. So why can't we as a society or we as young folks take the initiative to say, hey, you know, let's actually be a little bit more optimistic and see what's exactly going on instead of just being completely blinded um, by the thing that's happening in front of our phone, you know, in front of our faces. So... You know, you're right about that in, in many respects where um, our media and what we see is a lot of times what we get. Yep. Um, where, you know, that saying where it's out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest factor now is now if, if you would have caught me a couple of years ago, I probably wouldn't be in a situation. But now I do more research for, for running my business and looking at different things where my my eyes are on different things than what's just on social media. Yeah. Um, but if that's all you're looking at, you're only getting a certain amount of things each day. Might be doing your job, might be hanging on your couch, but that's what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think that there's never been a time where ignorance is a good excuse, um, where you can say, "Well, I didn't know." When you have access to all the information, right? So the fact is, is that even though it'd be nice to sit comfortably in our own homes and stuff like that, there are things in the world that still have to be ran and work by humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're not doing that connectedly with the community then at the end of the day, we're all falling short. Right. Um, so each and every person, especially in our age, can do something about something that matters in this world. Yeah. Affecting the homeless, affecting climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I'll keep saying climate change because that's the most important thing right now, not just to us, but also mm-hmm. to the world leaders. Yeah. Um, but the other factor is, is that that takes everyone's help. Mm-hmm. Um, not just us here in America, but every single human being. Kind of like how COVID... 
the funny thing is, is like, well, I guess it's not funny because COVID was terrible, but yeah, COVID might have might end up being a, a new test run of understanding for people on how to deal with worldwide crises. Now. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we all learned how something can affect every single one of us. Mm-hmm. Even if you said, "Oh, well, I'm going to get my immunity up and I'll get COVID," I don't mind. It still affects you. If you wear mm-hmm. a mask every day, it still affects you. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yep. So these things going forward will affect all of us, and if we're not all doing something about it, then we're screwing everyone. Mm-hmm. Um. And so. The social responsibility of saying, well, can I get out of my little, like, I say, hey, Sam, can I get out of my little mind of what's on my phone or on my, on my scroll wheel? And maybe, you know, what I do is I get on, I get on the Google, get the little discovery thing up and see what they've got for news stories some mornings. I'll just look through and see, okay, what's happening here? What's happening there? And, and look at different things and I'll find, oh, there's a tech story or, mm-hmm. or, or this is what NASA's doing or something like that. Something that I'm not going to get on my regular Facebook scroll or, or my TikTok video. Mm-hmm. Um and things like that. That's good. Before we move on to the next part, I just yeah, want to yeah. pick your brain on this right here. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple debates with my friends about this. Okay. Do you believe man has went to the moon? He <laughs> <laughs> gonna say something about volcanoes. <laughs> Yo, Isaiah has this obsession with volcanoes. He brings every conversation back to volcanoes. So Listen, don't, that's don't why I made that me. joke. Don't start with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. No, go listen, ahead. yeah, yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I, I do, I do believe that we went to the moon. Okay, Barco, um, what about you? Yeah, yeah. Barco believes we went to the moon. Yeah. I do not believe we went to the moon. That's that's, that's a lie. Okay. That's a lie. You tell me we since 1972. It's 2021, and it's just about money. Yes. You know, it was a huge, big thing. It was a big thing about the arms race more than money. Yes. It was about a country establishing world dominance. Over and that's America. still not important? No. It, when well, America has military bases yeah, all over the world. We, we, we were in a Cold War. But, dude, no, even, even, in, even when we weren't in the Cold War in 2000s, we spent immense amount of money on our military to build military bases all over the world in countries you would not even expect all over the world why would we not then try to go and build something on the moon why would we that. not go back i, I can answer yeah. so the moon still isn't important now with with so okay so you're telling me that space tech and space military and all that has declined since 1970s that's no. what you're telling me can uh let no me, let, let me let, let me add some let this, me add this some is supposed to be to something this. quick but go ahead go let, ahead let me add some data to this okay so barco's right um no the, i'm right oh, oh are you <laughs> <laughs> no go ahead go ahead all right so 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 in, in many respects it was it was greatly about the arms race the cold war um and showing dom- dominance but also getting buy-in from from the people in your country so they weren't able to go to space all those times without the buying of Congress, the buying of the people paying for it, the taxes, and even in Russia when they were doing that too. Um, and so we can't throw nukes at each other all day long. Um, and so the best part is to go up to the moon and get there and show that dominance between those things. But now today, we saw this with the space station and um, how NASA was spending way too much money on their spacecraft going up to the space. So they had to decommission them. NASA had to shut down some stuff for a while. It's just way too expensive. Some BS. No, here's the thing, though. But it, it, takes, it takes nah. so much energy and power to get out of this atmosphere. Now, the difference is today, though, that our new our new Cold War is not just with Russia. We're, we're, we're actually butting heads with China, as everyone knows. 
And so we're trying to fight a new red state. We don't like we don't like any one that's red in terms of communism or anything like that in America. It's just been that way since it's always been that way. Yep, it's been that way since 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 we figured out there was communists and we we're not. Um, but at the end of the day, today we have the space force. Um, we have data collection, and exactly. we have so progress is being made. So why has the moon not been? implemented in part of that progress if we've already done it before. I, I believe the other factor is is that um, the moon only has so much importance in terms of resources and going there for research. And on top of that, all the other stuff we've done is we've been sending out satellites and rovers to Venus, to Saturn, um, to Mercury out there for years and decades to gain more data and send that back. But you know? no man has touched the moon. That's my well, only conclusion. Here's the other That's part, it. though. That, that may or may not be true, but I think the other factor is we're looking at what we're seeing on Mars now, too. In, in, in 60 years, they're going to say, do you think we went to Mars? And we might put a man on Mars, but they'll be saying the same thing, where it's like right now, we took the time, we went to Mars, and our, our red partner, our, or our, our counterpart that we don't like too much, China, they jumped straight to Mars as well. And, 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 and completely put their, their machines on there with us and, and gaining more knowledge than we are in some respects and going back and forth each day. So it's a repeat of what we did 60 years ago. I'll believe it <clears throat> when I get on the ship and I personally go to the moon. That's when I believe man has went to the moon. As of right now, there's not enough evidence in the freaking videos. How, do, how are you on the moon? You take a video on the moon and there are no stars. Well, How does that make sense? Well, the other, the other there are zero is, stars in that video. Well, I, here, here's the other truth. Okay, we we know. Now, life. explain to me how you can take a video of the sky at mm -hmm. night and there are no stars at all. I think that I'm not a scientist, um, and I don't exactly know the full answer. But I am. The a, answer is, man has not went to the moon. But no, no listen, listen, listen. <laughs> here's I'm the thing. Saying. You you and I are media people. Okay, we we deal with lights all day and stuff like that. The sun shining at the moon reflects off the moon, bounces to the earth. That's how we see the light coming from the moon. Mm -hmm. right? It's like a big old flashlight. Mm -hmm. If I try to take a picture underneath one of these lights around and seeing black and stars around there, I would never get it because I'd have a big old light. It'd be like trying to take a picture of the stars. You can still adjust the exposure, though, so you can see the stars. Listen, I'm telling you, man. It's they, the they, level they, they of light. They were with 1960 film technology, too, in like 1950s or something. Like, like Now, it's forgive me not knowing exactly what year we went to the moon, but the truth is, is that Last yeah, time we, we wanted like technology back then. Exactly. So how come we couldn't do it right now when we have people like Elon Musk existing and all this different technology? And all of a sudden it's like, oh no, we just don't have enough money to go back to the moon. When it was such an important thing before, we were willing to basically put everything else aside the so that we could go to the moon. The, the, the moon, the moon is a dead rock, dude. The, the, truthfully, Mars is where it's at. That's where everyone's trying to go right now. And on top of that, it takes so much energy to actually get off the Earth. Yeah, get into space. but how about all the energy that we're using on Earth right now? 75% of the Earth basically is degraded right now. We need to be looking at other options for life. Now he, he's, he's, so why wouldn't we not travel to the moon? That's an option for life. That he, is, if we've already done it before, that should be one of the first options. Let, let, me, let me challenge that. 95% of the Earth will be degraded by the year 2050 me, at the rate me, that let, we're let getting. Let me challenge that point real quick, all right? Let, let me challenge that point, all right? I didn't even want to have a conversation about this. This no, was just no, a quick no. passing thought, but go ahead. Listen, we can talk this, about this it. This is a on. conversation, all right? Come on. I believe that every single uber-rich man trying to get to Mars is working on plan B right now. Our plan A as humans on this Earth needs to fix the freaking Earth. And I am doing more research on that right now than I've ever done in my life. And yeah. I can tell you right now is that 
You're not wrong. There's certain parts of the earth that will be de- degraded what if we keep going What is plan B, Isaiah? What is plan B? Plan B is getting off this plan rock. Plan B is not all, is getting off this rock, no, right? Plan- so where have we been, quote unquote, where have we been that is not on this earth? Here's the, quote unquote, the moon, right? The, so why we, would that not be the first option to go to? Why are we trying to send man to Mars before we are sending man to a place we have already been? Because How does that make sense? Because the moon is a moon. It's not a planet. Um, we to to sustain life right now. If we if we were to move a small population to another planet in case this Earth goes to crap because we did it ourselves, we would need a small population on there to see if they can survive. And what we're finding on Mars, we're finding we're finding old portions of where water might be, where rivers might have been, where volcanoes might have been, where it could have sustained life. We're either going to find out life was there and it's all dead, or we can have life there. So didn't they find stuff on the moon too? They, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure they they, they, they found they, they found, found things on the moon, but not in abundance of what we'd need to actually sustain life, like what might be on Mars. Okay, I respect that. Argument. So, but but the I truth is, that. right now we have to move. And all, all the world leaders right now, every single country that is smart is moving on the fact right now. Now it's hard to get the people in play because the scientists have done a bad job at telling regular people what the exact to do. So everyone's just kind of said, "Screw it." I'm going to go back to work and watch my TikTok videos because I don't know what to do. But the truth is, is that we need to start saving us on this earth so we can save our planet because we are not going to survive on Mars either. The reason why it's so far from the sun and why we're so close to why we have such abundant life on this planet is because it's our planet. We're not planet hoppers. I'm sorry. I apologize. So, <laughs> Hi, no, Isaiah. I, 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 hope, I hope that didn't sound mean or anything. Isaiah like that, for but... president 2020 <laughs> right now. <laughs> You know, dang! I'm sorry, bro. Dang! All right, but, yeah. Uh, man, yeah point, man's point man's a, been to moon. Okay, a, man's been a. to the moon. <laughs> all right. Anyway, <laughs> he said, "Look, we're not. We're all gonna die, and no one cares about the moon." This is what I'm saying. All right. My Anyways, bad, bro. My but bad, my bad. nah. So we're talking about social. <laughs> social responsibility, bro. It's all social about it. responsibility. Um, how? Wow. Okay. Mainly, the one of the last points I wanted to hit on is. One good thing I would say about social media is it makes us aware of the many, 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 many infinite injustices that this world struggles with, right? And I have come across, at least personally, I've come across this problem, more self-convicting than actually being a realistic problem. Um, You feel inadequate because you're not up to date on all of the the new injustice of the week or the new injustice of the day. And honestly, I had to take a step back and say, you know what? That's not a bad thing. At least this is my opinion, okay? If you are not a part of every single injustice that's going on or the new injustice that it's, you know, highlighting and trending right now, that's okay. Play your part in your role. Whatever talents you've been blessed with, whatever skills you've been blessed with, whatever abilities you've been given, whatever opportunities I put in front of you, take that and use it to your ability. You know, apply your knowledge and apply your skills where in the at the injustice that you have the burden for. I don't have the biggest burden for some of the injustices that are going on in Saudi Arabia, but I do have a big burden for the injustices that are going on in my country in Haiti right now. So that's what I'm going to fight for. I'm sorry if I miss a rally or something that's going on about what's going on in Cuba right now because I'm working on my business, which is going to help my country one day. You know, we have to understand that there's always going to be injustice in this earth. There's always going to be a white person treating a black person bad. There's always going to be a white person treating an Asian person bad. There's always going to be a black person treating a white person bad. There's always going to be a cop that's going to shoot a black guy. There's always going to be a black guy that's going to shoot another black guy. That's how the earth is 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 going to revolve. This is the reality of things, you know? In my opinion, I believe sin is the cause of all these things. I believe sin is going to last up until the point that Jesus comes back and takes us. And 
that's just how the world is going to run. Now, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't fight for it, even though it is inevitable. But it does mean that whatever God, whatever burden that God has placed in your heart, whatever burden that you have that's heavy and that you feel, oh, I have to make a change in this area of the world, then that's what you should be focused on. Don't be distracted by everything else that's coming through your feed that's going on. And yes, you can always support. You can always uh, give your skills and abilities to others so they may use you in ways to help them and their burdens. And that's what community is. That's how community comes together. But at the end of the day, you know, I just look at things and I'm like, man, I know that I have a burden for this specific thing. And this mm -hmm. is what I stay up till five, six in the morning for working on. This is what I spend my money, my blood, sweat and tears on every single day, you know. And this is my burden. And I'm not going to put that burden on anyone else because I know this is my responsibility. And it's going to hit me the hardest. If I tell other people about it, I try to relate. They can say, oh, you know, I feel sad or whatever. But they're not going to feel the weight of my burden. I'm not going to feel the weight of your burden. But we can take our skills and abilities and knit them together so that we can help each other in the injustices that we are each attacking. You know? So, yeah. He's still thinking about Mars and the moon. Dude, dude, brother. He's brother, like, brother. he's that, like, that this was, conversation is good, over. <laughs> no. Like, I, I think, I think the, the other point to what you're saying there is, um, we should really think about the life of us as humans and longevity, though. Mm -hmm. Um, where all the injustices that are going on in the world especially in our society, I think if we just take where we're at in our daily lives, if we take enough action, we might be able to change that stuff. If everyone took enough action, we might be able to change it. You know, mm -hmm. if if we're talking about injustices, and one of the biggest ones we've gone through in the last two years is, is police and minority and, 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 and people. Donald Trump. Um, and, and yes, and, 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 and politics. But mm -hmm. the other factor is it's like, okay, well, two things. If I'm if I'm an officer and I train my officers properly, um, and get them retrained and train their minds differently, and look how other countries are doing it, I can affect change where we're no longer pulling up and shooting people. Mm -hmm. But if I train my community properly and I say, "Hey, let's get you some better credit, let's get you a better job, let's get you a better home, let's get these drugs out of your house, mm -hmm. and let's stop shooting people," you might have less contact with the police. Now both sides are taking better action as a community to do better. Yep. And then that injustice starts starts to cease. And then now you have a community where it's like, oh, are we all winning? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, well, we don't have to do this anymore. Um, and so I look at the factor of how, how we've evolved. The reason why we are the apex predator or the apex being on this planet is because we've been so adaptive. Mm -hmm. um, so I think our communities need to become more adaptive. And I understand that it might be some 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 crazy talk and things like that for some people because it's like well i gotta get up and do something it's like well yeah get up and do something yeah like, right you got time to waste you, right. either you're dying or you're moving so let's go do something all know? right beautifully said man yeah. beautifully said this was a great conversation again man so um yeah guys thank you for tuning into the lunch break podcast um my name is paul bernard second again for those of you who don't know um, if you want to join, if you want to be on the show, if you have any suggestions of what you want to hear us talk about, go to Unify Group. This is Y-O-U-N-I-F-Y group.com forward slash lunch break and uh, input that form and we'll get in touch with you. Um, yeah. Well, without further ado, this is lunch break and we'll see you again next week. Peace. <laughs>